Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today, we are headed to Minnesota to speak with Heather Wild. Heather is an educator, an author, and her latest book is called Tumbled, a memoir of perseverance, personal growth, and magical transformation. My dear Heather, welcome to the RV. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a delight. Yes, I am super, super happy to have you here today. There are so many things that I want to know about you. I love how your website says you decorate with tattoo ink and printer ink. Can you tell us about your tattoos? Oh, sure. I can honestly say that I did not expect to get any tattoos, let alone as many as I do have, because I did grow up with a fairly religious upbringing and tattoos were not a marking that was appreciated. And so when I went through some very significant trials in my life and I had to leave um, an abusive marriage and make some really hard decisions, I got my first tattoo. And it was a tree that wrapped around my, like the inside of my wrist. And um, on the inside, it said the word courage. And I looked at that inner branding all the time. And it reminded me of my inner strength. You know, it just really was this mark of courage, my own badge of courage. So what happened was that caused a lot of uproar with some people in my family, including my parents, and it was, you know, but a, a tattoo is permanent. And I didn't know how I felt because I was so proud of it. But yet I had people asking me if I was on drugs and I couldn't figure out the balance. Like, who am I? And so over the course of the next decade, I found myself getting more and more tattoos to document my my adventures and like, and my, and my personal decisions. And so now it's only recently that I started realizing that I, there really were trauma tattoos. They were my way of dealing with my trauma and they're beautiful. They're meaningful. They tell a story and they're all on my arms where I could see them. It was so important for me in my healing process. You know, I have nothing like on my back or, you know, like places I can't see. They're right out front on my arms. And so my tattoos are truly art for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm very, you know, they're very special. So I was brave enough to get them and then to continue on my journey. They were the way you found to heal yourself. Yes. And you know what? A lot of people heal with more toxic 
methods, right? Like getting tattoos is not an addiction. I'm not, you know, there were things I could have done as I was trying to find myself that could have been much more destructive than just covering myself with beautiful art on my arms. It really was, you know, it wasn't affecting too many other people. Mm -hmm. And tattoo is a form of art. And self-expression, you're right. They mean the world to me and someone, I started realizing that people that could judge me or would judge me for what I had on my body, I had to start understanding that maybe that wasn't a voice I needed to listen to. You know, that was a part of my journey of self-discovery was these mean a lot to me. You know, why do you feel that you can tell me I did the wrong thing? So they really did mean a lot. And so my life is decorated with tattoos, definitely. And Heather, how did you first get into writing? Because I know you're an educator. Yes, I I was that little girl that escaped into books. You know, I, I, I was very quiet and I think I was fairly lost. And so I was that girl with her nose in a book. And I think it was a really great escape. And so that gave me a super great grasp of language and and literature. I became an English teacher. And I love to inspire kids, you know, and to, to embrace the print and what does it make us feel. I never once thought I would be a published author. It was not a bucket list for me. But as I kept going through trauma, that was, seemed a little ridiculous. I found myself saying, I know I belong on Dateline. And I'm like, you know, and so the more I said that, I realized, okay, your story is kind of ridiculous. And then I just started leaning into understanding I had a calling and I had it within myself to do the writing. And so I literally picked up a pen. And from the date that I started to the date it was at the book designers, it was one year. I mean, it just flowed out extremely quickly. And the process was And, the, and, you know, the reviews have been great. And I never I never thought of myself as a writer, but I sure read a lot and interacted with words and texts and emotions and characterization. So um, I think it just all transposed into me creating something that I felt others could use uh, for a helping hand and for myself. Obviously, it was number one. It was for me and for my daughters. Mm -hmm. For sure. But then it was also if there was one person out there that really needed a helping hand to be seen or validated for situations in their life, then it was worth publishing. But you started journaling or you were decided, I want it to become a book? I did journal like a diary a lot on and off through a lot of my life. I did. Um, due to the circumstances I was in, a lot of them got thrown away because of people mentioned or situations mentioned. And when I decided to write, when I when I knew I needed to do it, it was just boom, I'm writing this and I'm publishing this. And and then it just kind of started snowball effect. There's a Minnesota term for you. <laughs> snowball effect down the mountain, you know, where it was picking up speed and momentum. Um, you know, and now I'm already um, writing my second book, which is a beautiful venture. So I think I'm supposed to be a writer. Yeah, exactly. So the, this book tumbled a memoir of perseverance, personal growth and magical transformation is your second book. 
That one is my first book that got published. And with that, um, since that book came out and I have been creating who I am, who am I in this world, right? I left my teaching job. I did that on a whim. I just felt called to be more and help more because I already worked with at-risk kiddos and I was very successful at my career and I loved my career. And so I, and I have goosebumps all over my body right now because it's confirmation. I did the right thing. Mm -hmm. I had some dreams and I felt it and I went, no, you need to share this message in a bigger way. And so I quit my teaching career, single mom, no savings. No. Do you know the, 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 um, the trust I had to have in myself and to not lean into those fears? Because of course, every minute you're like, okay, can I pay the bills or what's going to happen? And it took me all of this time to get where I am now, where I realized that I am a storytelling trainer. I'm here to help people tell their stories And the beautiful book that will be, my second book will be published in June. A family locally hired me. Their their grandma is in hospice. And so she's coming to the end of her life. And she always dreamt of being an author. And so I'm taking the next three and a half months to meet with her every day and just visit. And and I'm going to, we're writing a book together. It is the most beautiful book. I mean, truly the most beautiful soul work. I can't, I'm i almost crying because yeah. it must be so like emotional for you. It so is. you're going to meet her for three months and she's going to tell you her story. Yeah. And I have been already penning it and she has become a soul sister. Even though we have years between us, we've gone through so much of the same things with mother wounds Um, But yet really being the nurturers and givers for children and our own children, it's the most beautiful experience of my life. Um, And I thought Tumbled was beautiful. (laughs) I thought Tumbled was amazing and the reviews are fabulous. But this book with Pat is touching my soul in a way that I can't. And so I'm blogging about it. I'm blogging on my website about the little basics. Like yesterday was Taco Thursday and she had she shared her chalupa with me and she drank her dragon fruit punch and she wants she's waiting for Oprah to call. She thinks that our so again, so I great. So if anyone has connections to Oprah, she said we are on a soul mission. She truly sees it as the two of us shedding light. And she has her big phone there and she's like, I'm waiting for Oprah to call us. She mm-hmm. said, People will find us. Oprah's got people. And she's good. And I said, you know what, Pat? You never know. Exactly. Isn't that just beautiful? She's the most beautiful woman in the whole world. And my heart is truly just swelling with love for her and this journey. And it's bittersweet. It's beautiful. I'm sure it will be something that you never forget. Nobody will never forget it. And her family. Yes, it's a blessing. I think that it's helping me find this is what I want to do. I want those rare, beautiful moments to do something as intimate, as beautiful as this with, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of effort, 
but this is what I want to do is to help people share their story, feel seen, feel validated, and like they have a purpose. And then for me to create this beautiful narrative and publish it. And this is my dream. It's so beautiful. I want to live here forever. <laughs> Congratulations that you found your mission. I did. I think so. And I think I'm very multi, uh, multi-passionate. Mm -hmm. I have a very, very, very big heart for young adults and teens, um, especially those that have not had a white picket fence life. And I know that I, I know that I touch them in a very special way too. So that's been part of my journey is figuring out what is my mission and do I have more than one? Right. Yeah. So. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And Heather, what inspired you to write or to share this story my tumbled yes there were a couple of factors of why i know that through the decade or more of really unfortunate events that i went through i just desperately wanted someone or something to hold on to to help me and that wasn't my journey my journey was to figure out what's my role in this, what I needed to look in the mirror to, to decide there was no one coming to save me. And so a part of me understands I could be that for others and they'll come to the book if they, if they need it, right? Not everybody needs that, but some people do. And then another piece of it was I have a youngest daughter. I have three beautiful daughters. Two of them are older and have been on the journey with me through, through all of it. And they've seen it through their younger eyes and they've been healing and growing. But I have one that is only nine and she is beautifully ignorant of what has happened with her family, with her mother and with her sisters. And it was really important to me that she had a text that told my side of the story for her to reflect back because she's going to have a lot of questions because it, it really directly relates to her too. And she's too young right now. And there aren't enough conversations that we can have that will help her understand it. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted something that when she's old enough, you know, it's like I'm handing her this testament so that she can see the nitty gritty. So she was my audience. When I wrote my book, we were trained to have an audience of one, not like, oh, I want to help women that have been in domestic violence situations. No. Who's the one person that you want to write your book to? And I picked Leah, my nine-year-old. And so that means that as we're writing it, we change the way we share our information. 
I wasn't writing to a nine-year-old, but I was thinking, what are the details that help her understand her mother and then her journey as my daughter? And so that was, you know, a very big reason along with sharing it. So they kind of merged together. Mm -hmm. And you also mentioned your book is not just about trauma, but a tool to heal. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Absolutely. I... I did not write Tumble to sensationalize anyone's trauma or drama, let alone my own. I did not become vulnerable to get pats on the back or pity. But I can say that I worked really hard to break those cycles. I worked really hard with lots of different methods, little pieces, little baby steps that kept getting me closer to a life that I deserved and that I wanted to live. And so It is a magical transformation. And now I'm at the point where I can look back and see how many little pieces I had to do, you know, in some pretty significant traumatic events. There wasn't just one, there were many. And so I had a long ways to go. And so if there's a few things that people can, it's about the healing. It's about the joy. It's about the fact that I'm on a podcast with you right now. And two years ago, I was homeless, right? Like, right. Like, so it, it's about our mindset. It's about wanting better. And it's about being accountable to say, I've had enough of letting other people determine my happiness. I'm in charge. And the second I keep the more control I take over my happiness, I'm never unhappy anymore. I mean, you know, relatively speaking, because I've created a life that's beautiful and nobody can take that away from me anymore. And so that's the magical transformation. And Sometimes it takes some really big two by fours to the head from the universe before you realize the steps you should take. So Heather, you are powerful. Thank you. You should be very, very proud of you. And what is your advice for overcoming a difficult past? I think the key piece for me, I know, even if I wanted better, Even if I wasn't living with resentment, I had to find my own role in it. I had to figure out why did I let someone in my life that would treat me that way? I had to take a look in the mirror and start weeding through that. And in the end, I figured out there was a little inner child girl that was so lacking in love from her childhood. And I didn't know that was that was guiding every one of my adult decisions was meeting the needs of a baby. And so my piece of advice is I understand super crappy things happen by the hand of really awful people. That is true. But instead of becoming the victim, you have to switch your lens to become a victor. You have to start saying, well, why did I let that happen? Why did I marry that person? Why did I not say something and have a boundary? Those are the pieces. And, it, you know, I wanted better for a decade and I kept getting a whole bunch of dumpster fires. And it wasn't till the end that I said, I want better. Like, I want better. I'm done. My body could not take another piece of trauma at the level that I was feeding it. I couldn't do it. And so that's the hardest piece for people, I think, with trauma is to understand we face the feelings. It is not about the mindset. I, I guess it is about mindset, but people think, well, I'm, I'm just going to stay thinking positive. No, I believe you have to 
face the pain. You have to face the fears. You have to face the sadness that whatever happened to you, whenever it happened, and you need to cry your freaking heart out, or you need to go punch a punching bag. You have to do the things. You can't just think yourself positive. You got to let it through you and you have to face it so that you get a little distance. Like right now, Tumbled holds all of my trauma. I feel 20 years younger. I let it out of me. I don't, it's not even my story anymore. Jules, the warrior on the front, it's what I named her. She holds all of it for me. And we have to figure out, don't ignore it. Don't just think positive, process it. Yeah. So, And did your two daughters, because the third one is only nine, did they read Tumbled? They did. Um, I did not let them read any of it before it was published. Right. Like I took me a year and they knew and they were desperate because, of course, they're in it and their dad is in it. And, you know, the situations that they had been a part of. And so I bought them the author copies so that they could be the first people to read it before it went public. And it was beautiful. Much of it they knew. Some things they didn't know. And they both processed it and cried and unpacked it with me in different ways. And I know that it's helped them heal too. You know, they're they're on their own journey. I can't make them heal. But what I did is I validated everything they went through and those yucky feelings that maybe they still hold. I understand it and I can relate and I see them and I validate it and you can keep working on it. So Mm -hmm. they're beautiful women. They're beautiful, strong women. So, yeah. And they will know how to avoid the same situation because they have your example and they read about it and not only them, but other people who are reading Tumble. I am definitely going to read your book. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, it was, it's been very well received. And I've been hearing back from many people and what they're saying is here's the piece of, that I could relate to. And that's what it's always about, you know, is here's, and that's what it was for. So it's a teaching tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, Heather, out of curiosity, tell us more about Wild House Off. What is it and what can we find there? You know, it's so amazing because from the minute I quit teaching to say, I guess I'm doing something different, it has been morphing all along. And I've been in flow. I've done tarot. Uh, I'm a very spiritual person. And so I, I, I spent some of my fall. That's all I did. I was a healer for a center nearby. And um, I have done classes and and it's morphing right now. So on Wild House of, the reason it's Wild House of is because I want everyone to arrive and put in whatever word they need at the end. Is it, do you need empowerment? The Wild House of Empowerment, the Wild House of Joy, the Wild House of Validation. Like it, we, we all need something different. And so it's the Wild House of, I, you know, welcome to my house. And so the main things I just know where I'm getting called right now, I do have a one-on-one program to help people that to deal with trauma. It's shorter. It's only six weeks, but it's, um, there are some people out there that really want to hear some of the methods I've used, but I'm really about writing and empowering people to share their story. You know, like everyone has a story and you know that because you travel in the RV, 
Yes. Right. And some people desire to write it. And so I have a five month program to help people author their own books. It's called Scribe. And the idea is a lot of the people that have been interested in that program, it's because they have trauma and they want to release its power. Um, and my blog with Pat is on there. Oh my um, gosh. He's, I mean, so I'm really going on this journey of writing, you know, writing is where it's at being a trainer for storytelling. Um, and those very special people that fall into my path, like Pat's where it's going to be a very intimate, beautiful, rare experience. I anticipate more of those will happen. So that's kind of where I'm heading right now. I'm I have more books, of course. I have a million books I want to write. <laughs> uh-huh. Please so, come, come back. I'm I'm happy to go back actually to Minnesota. Yes, you are welcome. Let's um how about next time though we try and find weather that is safer for your RV to drive on because there is a lot of ice and snow. Your RV would not fit in my driveway right now. It's too narrow because the banks are too high. So maybe summer. Yeah, sure. Or Good. fall. Fall is beautiful here too. We'll go visit Lake Superior. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, maybe we could talk with Pat as well. No, sorry, I'm just dreaming. She's. I know she's so beautiful. I know, mm. I know, I know. Thank you for allowing me to bring her into this conversation too. Of course, um, because she is. She's beautiful and. And she told me yesterday, we named the book Patricia. So <laughs> I said, well, of course we did. Uh-huh. And Heather, is there a message you would like to leave for our listeners today? I think the most important thing for people to understand is that nobody is going to care about your life more than you. Nobody your mom, your dad, your partners, your best friends. And a lot of us feel like those situations and circumstances determine how happy we are and in our path. We allow them to because, but what happens if you, if you have crappy parents, what happens if you have an abusive partner and then your identity feels so small. And the minute that I realized that nobody was coming to save me except for myself. It was like, oh, I can care about my life more than anybody else will. And that is so empowering. And so make the make the damn life you want. If you want to do art every single day and play with finger paints, then do it. And if you need to set boundaries and get some toxic people out of your life, then do it because it's for you. And we matter, right? We yeah. matter. Decorate your life. How do you want to decorate it? Thank you. Thank you for your beautiful words. And yes. So Heather, where can we find you online? Well, you can find me. I am Heather Wild on Facebook. And so you can follow me there. And then my my website, um, which is wildhouseof.com. And you're welcome to sign up for newsletters or to pay attention to Pat's beautiful blog. I just do some mini posts to see that goofy woman in our journey. Thank you. And to our listeners, you will be featured in our next issue of the Relatable Voice magazine. So they will see your book cover, a little bit about you, 
see your headshot and of course your socials. Perfect. Yes. That sounds wonderful. So subscribe at www.relatable-media.com and you can see Heather's interview in the beginning of April and subscribe to her blog and let's see what else she talks about. So Heather, <laughs> I just want to say thank you. You are precious. Oh, I, what I love you, this. Thank you. Yes. And I really wanted to come back to talk about the book with Pat. And I wish okay. you all the best. You are part of this community now. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. It was wonderful to share space with you today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.